Welcome to the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast, proudly brought to you by the Great Canadian Training and Consulting Company. I'm your host, Joel Silverstone. Hmm, has it already been a year? I can't believe it. It means it's time for the performance review. It's that time of year when emotions run high. And there's a feeling that there's an impact here on your organization and the employees. So we're going to look at how you can make this performance review, this meeting more engaging, clearer, actionable, and respectful. So ensuring that it has a positive ripple effect. Now, our work environment has changed so much in the past few years. So the performance review now holds even greater weight. And how this review is conducted is going to determine its effectiveness. Because this is the opportunity for a manager to put on their coaching hat and to see this review as that opportunity to build for the future of the employee towards their team, towards the organization. So let's give you the tools to conduct a motivating and actionable review that is going to benefit both sides. We're going to look at the strategies, the do's and don'ts. And at the end, you will have confidence to deliver a performance review that's going to leave a lasting positive impression in performance reviews can be great. Seriously. And if you have a question or comment about this episode or any other episodes of our podcast, well, we continue to love to hear from you and appreciate your thoughts. Email us at podcast at greatcanadiantraining.ca. Again, thank you for supporting this podcast and please leave a rating or review and subscribe so you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. All right, let's get into performance reviews can be great. Seriously. Let's get you set up to prepare for success in delivering a performance review. And at the same time, if you are on the receiving side of a performance review, this episode will also be very helpful. Because how you conduct these reviews determines their effectiveness. And how you receive it and how you communicate that will also help. So a performance review can empower your employees to reach new heights or potentially drive them away. As we said in the intro, it's the ripple effect that this has. So a performance review is focused on the employee, their performance, where they shined, where they can improve, and the impact that it had. So the first thing we want to be able to do is to acknowledge why we're here, to focus on the employee, to thank them for the year that it has been, and maybe one or two specific things. And maybe there isn't something huge that you could thank them for, but maybe something as simple as, you know, I still think back to that day when you handled that difficult client, or I think back to when you've been really a mentor to that person that's just joined our organization, or when you've been proactive about um, uh, a marketing campaign. So what was maybe one thing that they did that you could genuinely say and not just a blank thank you? So what we definitely want to not do <laughs> is jump straight to performance scores. So maybe in as part of many performance reviews, the two sides have gone off and they filled out uh, an evaluation type of form. Um, and before we even open that form and even look at what the scores are, as the manager leading this performance review, you want to convey a positive intent. You want to create safety because you do want this to be a, a dialogue and not a monologue where you're just addressing uh, concerns, but maybe also some wins. 
so debate, uh, conveying the positive intent that we're going to look at this performance view as an opportunity for your growth to acknowledge some of the, the wins and the victories that you've had and look at one or two opportunities um, to, to get you to the next level. Because as people, we all want to develop and we all do want to grow. And one of the things we also want to do before we even think about this is to be aware of the fight or flight mode that is happening. So as we said, if your intention is to start with performance scores or one of the biggest don'ts is in a performance review is um, trying to uh, manipulate the review maybe by starting with failures or unmet expectations. Are you planning a surprise? And a surprise could be maybe that there was feedback that you hadn't given months ago and you're using this opportunity now to do that, catching the employee completely by surprise. And so what we want to talk about here is under stress, we often go to fight or flight. And so fight could be one of those ways of, uh, as an example, which is not to attack, but to uh, belittle or to be more controlling. And no surprise, when one does that, um, the other person will either push back with fight or they will go more towards silence with flight. So as a manager, to be aware, am I uh, manipulating this as a way to start, maybe by going to low performance scores or unmet expectations or that surprise, uh, which means I have gone to a f uh, unconsciously to a fight mode to try to control this? Um, and what am I observing in the other person? Because if I see that they've gone to uh, silence or they've gone to maybe sarcasm as a way to cover it up or they've gone to defensiveness, then I know that we've gotten off track and, we've, and we, we have to get this back to safety and to recognize that and to change tactics. So what we want to do as, as we go into this performance review is you definitely want to be a manager, but you also want to be able to think like a coach and talk like a mentor. So think like a coach means that you're allowing for silences, you're asking questions, and talking like a mentor means that you are guiding them in this performance review to get the best of them. So for example, one might say, <laughs> you're definitely good with customer service, but that still doesn't fully compensate for your lack of qualifications in social selling or something like that. Uh, so in other words, it's, <laughs> you're giving a positive and then right away you're giving a, a negative. Um, but one, one way we could say that is, hey, customer service is your definite strength. And if you continue to work further on improving your sales demo techniques, I could see you moving up to the lead position. Again, understanding that emotions are high coming into this performance review, that both sides have spent time thinking about what they want to say, what the successes are, what the challenges are, and for the employee's perspective, um, unsure of what management is thinking, and management is also thinking, oh, what is the employee thinking? So we're, we're both in that game of maybe writing our own scripts until we actually meet for the performance review, and to think of this as that opportunity to have a dialogue. Uh, because employees do want more than just a good paycheck. Now, that will obviously help uh, respond positively in surveys, uh, but they want to feel that there's an investment in their work and to be able to achieve more. People want purpose and meaning from their work, and they want to be known for what makes them unique. And this is what drives employee engagement. And this is, one, again, one of the ripple effects of performance reviews is that um, we want our employees to be engaged, to be motivated in what they're doing, 
And one of the surveys from Gallup has just shown that apparently 71% of employees are not so engaged and it's directly due to their managers. The managers quite haven't quite found that way to um, speak towards the purpose and basically put on their coach's hat and to not put on their boss hat, so to speak. So from our courses and meeting teams, we also hear another don't, which is um, the biggest mistake is in waiting for that entire year to give feedback, that there was no feedback uh, throughout the um, throughout the throughout the year. And as you've heard from many of our previous podcasts, the importance of giving uh, consistent feedback and um, some of the uh, our course great leadership conversation means giving feedback. And some of the speaking series that we've done, give feedback like a leader, not a critic, uh, we could see the importance of making feedback feel safe. And what we often hear from people is, um, and I like this story that someone shared, was that they said they had been quiet in meetings. Um, and that's just because they basically were more of an introverted person. They didn't quite feel the confidence to speak up. And at the performance review, uh, the feedback they got was, you need to speak up more at meetings. And all they were thinking is, I had no idea that that's what they thought of me and I'm so embarrassed and now I'm angry. Why couldn't they have told me this before that to speak up at meetings? I could have. I just also didn't feel it was quite my place. I didn't quite have the, the confidence to do that. And it could have been a dialogue. So again, a coaching conversation could have changed that versus that. And now we've got two people who have gone into fight or flight mode. So don't wait for the end of the year to inundate the employees with feedback and observations. Do give consistent feedback. And speaking of observations, do give facts when you are speaking. And where did you get these facts from? So if you're showing, for example, uh, sales figures, um, explain where these came from um, and the sources. Uh, and we don't want to give opinions because opinions leads us to feel uh, defensive. And it often when it's opinion, it, it's, it, it could sound personal. So one of the things we always say in our difficult conversations is separate the person from the issue, soft on the person, hard on the problem. Don't make it personal. Our next uh, do and don't is top performers. Now, top performers in many organizations may feel neglected. So do uh, take this as an opportunity to express gratitude, to show appreciation, um, how they shape their company's innovation, their creativity, their culture. Um, they may not need as much guidance as other employees, uh, but these people could also lose their passion or motivation if they are not uh, occasionally recognized. Because the performance review is this place in which a manager does evaluate an employee's work performance. They do identify the strengths, uh, the challenges. They offer the feedback, set goals for the future. Um, and what we're seeing a lot of is that there's less pressure on it being an annual thing. And again, going back to this idea that there's more consistent feedback throughout so that there's a constant conversation going uh, that's happening. And when, when it's done right, uh, performance review can help the employee really understand and feel appreciated for what they're doing well. And then also it earns you the right on how they can improve and how their work is going to align with the larger company goals and what is expected of them. A performance review is not one and done, uh, but we have, we've we set goals as to when we're going to meet again and maybe talk about some of these things that we want to be able to do around communicating expectations and encourage growth and development. And most important at the end of this is continue to develop employee engagement. 
All right, so we want to be able to do these things to put into place. We want to be able to reflect on the past as we put as we get together uh, our performance. What were the highlights of the year? So not just things that you did well. What were the highlights of the year? What were the celebrations? What did not go as well or as planned this year? And I like the words, maybe not instead of saying not as well, but what could be even better if this year, moving forward as opposed to looking at the past? So learning from the past and how we can make it even better. And then in that plan, what are the personal goals that want to be set for the year? Is, is it life-work balance? Is it uh, more learning development? What professional goals do you want to set for this year? And again, we're not looking for a laundry list, one or two. What kind of support do you need to achieve your goals? And this, this will only be answered if there's actual genuine safety in that performance review. And then how is this going to be measured or tracked the progress towards these goals? Again, looking at milestones, people need to know where they're going and what steps are going to be taken to get towards those goals. So we're looking towards the future. Now it's time for our three stars, no trois étoiles. These are the three takeaways from today's episode that you could start to put into practice. Number three, it's how you start. Start with that intention, a positive intention that creates safety, which is going to earn the right to give difficult feedback or formative feedback. And most importantly, uh, you don't want to start with a surprise or starting with the numbers. Number two, what were the achievements? People want to know that they accomplished something this year. And even if they wrote it down, even better as a manager and just say, hey, I really like this year when you did this. Something maybe they didn't write down. And if you can't think of any, just again, think about was it dealing with a difficult client, supporting another team member, organizing an event, uh, contributing to a company blog, a retreat, a webinar. Number one, set up a milestone that this performance review was not a task. So what are the milestones that you can do moving forward about in two months? Let's reconvene and talk about this topic so that it's focused on their growth that has an impact on the organization. And now we give you the three stars. What's something very simple, something actionable you could do as the next step? Take what didn't happen this year and say, even better for this year. Let's focus on this. Build towards the future and not dwell on the past. Enjoy. Thank you for listening to the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss another episode and leave us a rating or review if you enjoyed this episode. Let's stay connected. Join us on LinkedIn at Great Canadian Training and Consulting. And if you want more free resources and our list of professional instructor-like courses from software to soft skills, then make sure to come on over to greatcanadiantraining.ca. If you have any questions or comments on the show, we'd love to hear from our listeners. Email us at podcast at greatcanadiantraining.ca. We'll see you next episode in our search for what makes a great communicator with our leadership and communication discussions and tips.